Well, this series is, is it's to help Christians understand what their Buddhist or Sikh or Hindu or Jehovah's Witness neighbours believe. And there's a double side to it too because it also helps us understand what we believe. Every cult has a process of human effort that's required either to get salvation or to maintain salvation. The bad news is we're lost and we cannot do anything to save ourselves and that's the difference between Christianity and a cult. So what is the great news? The great news is that we can find in Christ eternal life immediately. What you're trying to achieve in a lifetime, like every other cult or religion, never know if you've ever done enough. Christ has all done it for you. Welcome to Great News with Lou Meyer from LifeQuest Resources. Uh, Lou, we're looking uh, in this episode at the Jehovah's Witnesses, which again would be uh, one, uh, with the Mo- Mormons and the Jehovah's Witnesses would be the two biggest, I suppose, pseudo-Christian cults. Uh, well, yes, certainly in New Zealand and uh, and probably worldwide, the most active and I guess the most wealthy. There's all sorts of other cults coming around. There's Korean cults and there's Filipino cults and other cults. But certainly in the West, these these seem to be the biggest ones at the moment. And they're both full-blown cults in the, in the sense that they have got the major characteristics of cults. So they've got a hierarchical leadership, usually with a prophet or a, you know, they got started by somebody who God had told to re, reorganise, sort out the theology sort of the, the church, theology, which yeah. had gone astray yes. or become corrupted. Yeah. They've got... Um, and this is, this is unquestionable hierarchy too, isn't it? That's right. And with the Jehovah's Witnesses, JW cannot challenge what's yeah. coming from Brooklyn. Uh, so, um, and then they've got a Christology is is wrong because the enemy wants to undermine belief in who Jesus is. So they don't accept the deity of Christ, and often they don't accept his bodily resurrection because that, of course, is one of the major evidences of his deity. And they always, uh, every cult has a process of human effort that's required either to gain salvation or maintain salvation. You've got to keep. The good yeah. works. So it's dependent on human effort. And part of that we we looked at uh, when we looked at the the Mormon Church is that's the cult way of keeping control. Is you yeah. have to do things yeah. the, our way, yeah. otherwise the bad stuff happens. That's right. Yeah. So you so uh, they they can't say you have been saved by grace through faith, not of works, like Paul does in Ephesians, yep. because people would say, okay, well I'll do my own thing, but I'm still saved by grace through faith. I don't have to do what you say, but they want everybody to say, no, no. And I certainly don't have to tithe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, tithing is not a <laughs> not a New Testament principle, actually, <laughs> no. but that's another issue. So they could say that and say, but I'm still saved, but the cult wants to say, no, no, you do what, you've got to do what we say. Yeah. And we're the only way. Another of the characteristics is exclusive. It's, uh, it's only us. Yeah, we've it's got the us. truth. Yeah. Like the Mormons, is, is, you know, they might acknowledge there's good people outside of Mormon church that go to a lower form of heaven. But, you know, uh, theirs is the best way. Jehovah's Witnesses, we are God's Jehovah's organisation and ours is the only way really to be saved. And that's that's the other characteristic of a cult. So you've got to join, you've got to do what they say to have any hope of getting to whatever the belief about heaven yeah. is. So what's that, what, what is the Jehovah's Witnesses theology? Who, who is God? Who is their Jehovah? Okay, well, to understand Jehovah's Witnesses, again, you, we need to go back to the 1800s. A lot of cults come out of America's in the 1800s. And and again, there was an emphasis. Following Darwin or before Darwin? Uh, probably before Darwin. Okay. Yeah, Darwin was in England and Europe 
influence later in the United States, I think. But so so basically, uh, yeah, most people were religious, and then you, but there were a group that didn't want to believe in the eternality of hell. And uh, Russell, who started off, Charles Russell, he uh, he didn't believe in in hell. In so they were conditional yeah. immortality people, basically. And then, um, and so, uh, so basically, their theology was: we don't have to go into the history that's covered briefly in the book, but their theology is Jesus is not God, so he is not God, kind of welder to man, what we call the hypostatic union of theology. He is a created being. So a Jehovah's Witness believes that Jehovah, which is their name for God, even though the mature and older ones know that that's not the real name for God, yep. but the King James Version does use Jehovah. It does. Yeah. You've got Yahweh or yeah, Yahweh. <clears throat> yeah, Yod Vav, yeah. Uh, which the Jews won't pronounce. So they put in the... In the um, the vowels from Adonai. They put the vowels yeah. and called it Adonai. And what happened was somebody, I think it was a German guy, put the vowels inside of Yahweh and got Jehovah. Yeah, that's right. And look, I'm sure God doesn't mind us calling Jehovah, you know, because he knows who we're talking about. Yeah. But um, but uh, it's not a- accurate and, and, and they, they're, they're more, more knowledgeable people know that it should be the Tetragrammaton, which is what you're talking yeah. about, uh, the basis of it, Yahweh. And, but anyway, um, so the idea is that, that he created Jesus as his first creation, and then Jesus created everything else. So as a human or as a being? As a being. As a being. As okay. a pre-incarnate, well, as a spirit, as an angel. Okay, yep. So he's a spiritual messenger like all the other angels, uh, as, as we understand it. And, and then Jesus created everything. Then Jesus created everything else. Now, one of my little arguments in my book and in this book is, you know, in Colossians it says, for by him, and it's clear, to JWs and to Christians, this is talking about Jesus. For by him all things were created. Everything was created for by him and for him. So I'm saying, excuse me, what's an angel doing creating stuff for himself? He should be creating stuff for God and for yeah. his glory. Never had an answer to that one <laughs> this stage. This was an 1800 kind of belief as well because the Seventh-day Adventists have the same teaching that Jesus is the Archangel Michael, and they originally didn't accept the deity of God, a Christ, or a lot of them didn't, but now they do. So um, so anyway, they believe he's Michael, that he came, lived a perfect life on earth. He died on a stake. They make a big deal out of the stake, and I cover that in my book, but it's not a major issue. It doesn't really matter what yep. Jesus died on. But, but he died on a stake. His body was put into the into the tomb. Now, understand that a Jehovah's Witness doesn't believe that we are body, soul, and spirit. Our body is it. That's it. So if our body so is no destroyed, we, see, we don't exist. Okay. okay? So there's no soul that leaves our body. Our body is it. So we cease to exist at the point of death. So anyway, Jesus died, was put into the tomb, and then he was raised uh, spiritually. It wasn't a bodily resurrection. Okay. Now, now, it's clear in the Bible, uh, he talked about destroy this temple and it'll be raised, raised, I'll raise it in three days. And he was speaking about his Physical body. Physical body, yeah. Okay, but anyway, they don't believe that. 
my JW friend, I think, told me once they believed that his body was dissolved into gases in the tomb, so it was removed. He was raised a spirit being, so th- so he's the Archangel Michael that they will call King right. Jesus. Yep. Uh, and and um, so he he uh, he died, and um, and he was not physically resurrected. Okay, and so yeah, so it's King Jesus. So basically, for the Jehovah's Witness, the JWs are Jehovah's organization on earth. You know, to to bring in the kingdom of God, yep. they call Kingdom Hall. Ironically, the Bible teaches that we won't see the kingdom of God unless we're born again. But anyway, they, they they make a big big deal out of the kingdom, and they believe that they are the certainly the first hundred and forty four thousand of them are from Revelation. You know, the, the, yeah, the, the Jewish yeah. evangelists. Yes. Yep. And it, but it got difficult when the there was. It kept growing and Jesus hadn't come back. Yeah, because there's more than 144,000. Yeah, so once then they had to go back to the Bible and say, okay, well, Jesus talked about this other flock, clearly Gentiles, and they believe that the 144,000 will live as spirits in heaven, but the the rest of them will live in a paradise on earth for for a thousand years. Yep. And they'll have to obey Jehovah Jehovah perfectly or, or they'll be annihilated. And so their goal is to survive the Battle of Armageddon because of their good works. Yep. So they seem to have changed their tune recently. On so this weather. happens a lot. It's like, I mean, it's very yeah. similar to evolution. Yeah. Um, what, it's, what was there the other day? The, 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 new, the new telescope that's gone up, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which I can't remember the name of it, but, but it's like, so I, I'm waiting, I'm waiting for the evolutionary theories to change again. From the stuff that you know, the yeah. Bible doesn't change, but it seems these cults. Every time something comes up, you, you've got to you've got to change. Yeah. The thing about the Jehovah's Witnesses is that they, and this was another very common characteristic in in um, in eighteen hundreds America. Yeah. It was the prediction of the return of Jesus. So, so the JWs and the Seventh Day Adventists had historical links with what we call the second Adventists. So they're looking forward to Jesus' second Advent and they predicted that Jehovah's predicted the return of Christ six times. The last time was in 1975. Right. They lost a lot of people then because he didn't... Because he didn't come back. Didn't bother to come. Yeah. <laughs> and they he came earlier invisibly apparently. Right. Something to yeah. do with the invention of barbed wire and World War One, and I think that was in 1914. And I don't fully understand their thinking in that. And um, and in the little book I outlined some of the other things which were clearly wrong in their thinking. But basically, I think they might might talk about being saved by grace now. Uh, Years ago I had an old uh, Jehovah's Witness lady come to my home on her own and she said, um, I took her to that verse in her Bible. We are saved by grace through faith. She said, oh, we found that most, the most important things in life you have to earn. I said, yeah, but look, it's, it's a gift. Oh, yep. and so she believed that salvation was earned. I've heard them say, oh, no, we believe that salvation is a gift, but it's clear they have to maintain it by their works. By works, yeah. Or they'll get yeah. fried at the Battle of Armageddon. Yeah, and again, this goes back to what yeah. you said before about the, the hierarchical uh, system. Yep. You have to believe what he says. You don't have to understand it. You have to believe it, and it's it's just indoctrinated in. Yeah, and a wit- no use giving a witness a tract, a Jehovah's Witness a tract. 
because they'll normally come in twos and they're not supposed to read anything produced, which is critical. So that's demonised. Our pastors are demon-possessed yep. or whatever. So if a witness comes to you, try to uh, wheedle out of them where they live and go to the phone book or whatever and find out and pop something in their letterbox because they, they'll probably take that out when they're on their own and curiosity might overcome the rules. And so, but, uh, but if you want them to come back, accept their literature, which is like the Watchtower usually yep. or their Awake magazine, and they'll record that you accepted literature. So they'll be duty-bound to have another visit. And if you tangle them up a bit, well, then they'll bring the big heavy artillery the next time. Yeah. They'll bring the, the olders or something like that. And we do the same. That's fine. But I just want to say I, I had a guy, a witness come to me once, and he was on his own. Young fella, and I took him to um, to you know where Thomas said to uh, Jesus when he finally a week later yeah. when Jesus appeared to them he said, "My Lord and my God." And Jesus said, "You are blessed, Thomas, because you've believed. More blessed are those who have not seen and have believed." And I said to him, "Why did Jesus not tell Thomas off for blasphemy? He just called him yeah. God." Yeah. And um, he said, "Oh, that's a good one." He says. I've got answers for all the rest, but not that one. Yeah. It's, and uh, one thing that, that I like saying to people is when you, I mean, A, you, you have to know, we have to know our own faith first. We have to know the Bible. We do. You have to know what they believe. But if you can plant a scripture, a seed of scripture and a seed of doubt yep. into someone's mind and, and then pray for them and let the Holy yeah. Spirit do the work. And that can annoy them, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. Niggle. Like a seed under your false teeth, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and... Uh, Becoming more relevant as I get older, and uh, but that's right. And we we pray, we trust the Lord, we show the love, and it's helpful to know what they believe. But we don't need to know the whole lot. But we do need to know our testimony and 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 how to share your story because these cultists do not have the hope of eternal life, but we do. Yeah. And when we tell them that we have eternal life, we have faith in Jesus, we're accepted by God now, we're saved. That niggles. And uh, and that can lead them, lead them to start to question. Yeah, yeah. And these people are precious to God, so we want to share the faith. But if we don't know much about the Bible, it's fine. Share the share our testimony. But you know, you're right. We need to know our own faith, and we are in great danger because so many Christians are theologically illiterate. I understand the FBI used to train bank tellers in America to tell counterfeits. And they wouldn't hand them a whole bunch of counterfeits. They'd get them working with the real stuff and then they'd slip a counterfeit in. If you really know your faith and know yeah. the Lord, you may not know exactly why, but there'll be a bell going off and have something not right here. Yeah, this is why my friend from sure. Bible college was able to be fooled yeah. with the Mormons Yeah, because he didn't know his faith well. So we're talking great news for, um, for Jehovah's Witnesses. That's one of the booklets you can get from LifeQuest Resources. Uh, which .co.nz. .co.nz, which you'll find the link below.